Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Space Trader podcast. My name is Matt. I am the creator of SpaceTrader.com. Space Trader is a free tool for small businesses to help other small businesses. If you would like, you can create an account and post things that your business needs, things like an ad partner, referrals, uh, a service that you might need. And then other small businesses that are thinking the same thing can connect with you and trade something similar. We're all about helping small businesses help small businesses. So if you're looking for a unique way to grow your business and create new relationships, give it a shot today. I'm also the host of this podcast, and whether you're new to the show or you've been listening for a while, I want to say thanks for listening. Uh, Each episode, we feature a small business owner, and we take some time uh, to get to know the person behind the business, a little bit about who they are, challenges they face, why they chose to start their business, and any lessons that they've learned along the way. If you'd like to support this program, there are a few few ways to do that. You can click like, subscribe, rate it highly anywhere you listen to it, share it with your grandma, it all helps. Um, or if you'd like to support it financially, you can head over to anchor.fm slash space trader and click the support button. All right, before we get rolling, I do want to say thanks again to Jim and Gina from Bulbs Deep uh, for taking time to talk last week. Had a lot of time with them and uh, talking about them uh, starting their uh, Bulbs Deep business online and eventually uh, getting the storefront in Batavia. I can tell you as a resident of Batavia, uh, I know along with a lot of others that I've been talking to, uh, people are really excited and looking forward to them. Uh, opening that up in Batavia downtown. So hopefully that'll happen before the end of the year. Again, big thanks to them for uh, taking some time with me. All right, that brings me to this episode's guest, and she is the owner of East Cincy Yoga, and her name is Lori Kirsch. Lori, welcome. Hello, how are you, Matt? Hey, I'm doing really good, and uh, this is the first time we've spoken other than just a few few minutes ago, and uh, I can already tell uh, you're a very exciting person. You've got a lot of energy, and I'm excited to learn a little bit more about East Cincy Yoga. Oh, I'm excited. I can't wait. I'm a little nervous to hear about yeah. these different questions, the questions you're going to ask me. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, uh, I think Jim Jim asked me, he goes, is there anything last week uh, or last episode, he goes, uh, is there anything that I should prepare for? And I was like, no, not really. And I just kind of left it like that. And he goes, okay, well, and he kind of gave me some stuff that he wanted to talk about, which is always good. But yeah, I, um, I don't know. That's I don't know what question. the right way. Yeah. yeah. I really should, I, you think I would prepare. I just kind of like, eh, let's wing it. It's good. I, <laughs> I kind of like it that way, honestly, because uh, then you don't really have like prepared answers and, and I feel like you get to know, you know, you know, people a little bit better that way. So, all right. So you are the owner of uh, East Cincy Yoga, and uh, that's located in uh, Claremont County. And uh, you're in Amelia, correct? We are in Amelia now. Yes. We used to be in Batavia, um, but we ended up purchasing a building out here. It's now been four years we've been here. Um, People still ask us if we're still in Batavia. Because if you're ever in downtown Batavia, headed that direction, you will see on the side of a building, East Cincy Yoga, because, you know, I was pretty bright back then, and I decided to get on a ladder and and paint my name <laughs> on the side <laughs> of the building. And it's been pretty good advertising, because they haven't painted over it, <laughs> and it's still there for me. Yeah, I, I think about that often. It's funny you bring that up, because uh, we were walking around Eastgate Mall uh, the other day, which is like a Scooby-Doo oh. ghost town at this point, right? Um, and you walk around and there's all these businesses that have these, you know, they're not painted on names, but they're like, they spent money to create, you know, the block letters and with the lighting and stuff like that. And they put them up and then when they go out, they just leave them there. I always thought that was kind of interesting. You would think that they would try to uproot those things and take them with them. And one less thing they got to pay for if they open up Ah, somewhere else. 
See, and you can tell they're not they're not small businesses because small businesses take everything with them. <laughs> Unless it's painted on the side of the building, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you're in Batavia. How long were you in Batavia? Four years. Four years. Okay. And was that your, uh, that was the business started in 2017? Is that where you originally started was in Batavia? Actually, it didn't start in 2017. Oh, okay. Did in 2014. Okay, all right. So I know you're like, well, timing's a little bit off. So here, here's the story. So I graduated from yoga school, and and where I went was a little bit further out, about almost an hour drive, and I just fell in love with yoga. Is what happened. Many people ask about yoga school and how long do I have to go before I before I go? And I I took seven classes, literally seven <laughs> yoga <laughs> classes. I mean, I did some videos at home and that's what made me say, okay, I guess I'll take a class. But I just instantly needed to know more and I fell in love with it. And I, I couldn't stop with just doing the exercises. I need to know the philosophy behind it and and what why do I feel the way I feel when I do it. So um, anyway, I, what happened is after I graduated and April 2014, I thought, well, where am I going to teach? <laughs> There's nowhere to teach out of here. Yeah. So, and at the time, you know, I have two small children and I'm homeschooling them. I started homeschooling them. So I said, well, okay, I guess I better create my own place. And that's what happened. So I found, um, it used to be called Days of Wonder, a little school out there in Batavia. Yeah, it's now, doubt. It's now, yeah. It's now called Jet School. And um, Cynthia, the owner out there, she was such a wonderful lady. She had some rooms. This is when it was very, very small, even starting. And she had the whole upstairs was empty at that time. And she said, well, I have some rooms. Why don't you just use one of those? I said, okay. And she didn't charge me very much. So, so little, in fact, that if I didn't make $20 that evening, she refused to take any money from me. Aww. So... I know. And so that was that was my start. It was the kindness and generosity of someone giving me a chance to just create space. And I was there for about a year. And then I found um, that that uh, strip mall over there in Batavia. And I rented that. That is super cool. Yeah, I, I actually know quite a few people that uh, went to uh, Days of Wonder. And I mean, everybody has you know, the, the same sort of uh, story about them. So, you know, shout out to the days of wonder people, either the kids or the, uh, you know, the teachers or administration. I know they had a very, very cool thing going there. So, uh, yeah, cheers to those guys. Um, so you started in a room there and then you moved over to a storefront in Batavia. Um, and the question that I have was, is, is, was Batavia like, is it just because you knew somebody and you had a space there or was Batavia the, you know, kind of like the dream destination to have this thing? Or is that just kind of where you ended up finding yourself? <laughs> well, <laughs> dream destination. That's funny. Well, I like that it was close. At that time in Batavia, they actually just um, finished doing some construction down there. So it looks, you know, very different now than it did back then. And at that time, they used to do um, Taste of Batavia. Yeah. And that was a big thing. And I was like, oh, this is great. Well, as soon as they finished construction and everything, they stopped doing all of the things <laughs> after I'd rented the building. I was like, come on. So I thought, well, I'm right in between Eastgate. Um, you know, so that's not too far. Batavia's not far. I live in Amelia. So it was kind of a nice little connector point. I was hoping that that maybe it would just kind of come together. And I'll tell you, uh, the second thing that came along was I was able to rent that space from the building owner. 
who did not want to be a building owner, um, a very, very generous, amazing man who he kind of inherited the whole, you know, building ownership from his father and who had passed away. And he was trying to sell the building anyway. And he just wanted to help me out at that time. I was a single mom um, with two kids and trying to start a business. And he really let me rent the space for a very low fee. And that was another way that really helped me kind of launch to be able to save, <laughs> to make it bigger. So I keep, I keep meeting all these people that help me, all these helpers along the way, which is nice. Yeah. Isn't that super cool though? I mean, I think that almost everybody that I've talked to, I think at this point in time, I mean, I think this is, you know, I think you're actually episode number 10, right? So that's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, I think everybody that I've talked to has had something to where they have either they, they weren't really planning on starting a business or whatever, or they were starting a business and they kind of needed some help and just people came alongside of them and, you know, just helped them out. Right. Um, which I, I don't know. I just think that's super cool. I, I love that there are people in other people's lives that are, you know, interested in investing in, in them. I think um, I think it was Chris Denny, owner of the Chris Barbershop up the top of the hill by the hospital. Um, I think it was his, uh, his, one of his parents gave him, you know, a loan to, to, you know, start the business and, and was just like, Hey, I can see this is important to you. And, you know, I don't know. I think it's cool. I like, I love that friends and family and sometimes even strangers, people you don't even know are just like, Hey, that's pretty cool. Let's give it a shot and I'll make it as easy on you as I can. Cause I, cause I like it. <laughs> that's nice. Right. Yeah, yeah. Even without even asking, you know, it just kind of happens. And I'm like, well, then yes, <laughs> I yeah. will take the opportunity. Thank like, you. Yes. So. <laughs> Uh, had you been a, a business owner before at any level? Um, have you tried anything else? Or was is this the first thing that you've started and the only thing you started? Um, oh, that's really funny you asked me this because I haven't, I don't think I've ever been asked this before. Um, I actually had a very small, little, little bitty kind of, not really even company, but something small um, back when you know, I had babies and I don't know if you know if you have kids or if anybody out there's listening has kids but it's sometimes hard to do a lot of things when they're really small and <laughs> so I created um it was called Lori Looms and it, I had an Etsy site and I learned how to create all of these different like uh cowls and scarves and it was the cowls that that worked the best that was the biggest seller um and they ended up selling for like $40, $50 each on Etsy. And I, I couldn't even believe it. And it was, so I was looming, you know what looming is? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Knit, like knitting, you know, but yep. I was using these different like circular ones or rectangular ones. And it had gotten, it got kind of insane to the point where I was having to like make, I don't know, like 15 a day in order to ship out. And I had to teach, you know. <laughs> my friends to kind of help me and right. my hands were getting dry and I would have to put like band-aids on my fingers <laughs> even because you were, I was like, what's happening? I'm like, what? I can't, I, I didn't want something like this. I have a baby. But, but yeah, that, that worked out pretty well for a while. And then when yoga happened, I kind of, I was still doing it, but then I faded it off because this took over. Yeah. Yeah, I, I may have loomed a few things in my day. I've got three girls, and yeah, <laughs> I, I may have uh, have loomed a, co a couple things. Uh, I actually used to work with a lady that she would um, she would loom, uh, she would do the like scarves and things like that, and she would make all these different things, and she'd make a bunch of them at Christmas time, and she'd send them yeah. off to some charity, and she'd be sitting in the break room, you know, at lunchtime, and just 
crushing it. <laughs> Her hands getting all dry, like you were saying. Yeah. Right, so, so you got out of the Etsy world, and you said, yep. "Hey, I I need to get into uh, to yoga." Um, I think I looked at your on your website. It you had kind of said something to the effect of, "It wasn't so much that you found yoga; it was that yoga found you." It did. So, yeah. So. Yeah. Did it, was that the point that you said, you know, I just need to be in yoga more because it's something that I, I really like? Or did you say, hey, I like this and shoot, I could probably start a business or did one just naturally lead to the other? I never thought I would start a business. I really I, I really just wanted to continue to be able to do yoga and I wanted to teach it because I, I know what it does. I know how I feel. I know how... I would see people afterwards, you know, nobody ever goes to a yoga class. And at the end, they, nobody, nobody walks out and says, oh, I wish I hadn't have done that today. That was the worst. <laughs> like, yeah. that's not said, you know, you walk out and everybody's like, oh, thank you. God, I feel so much better. And there's a reason behind it, you know, and there's a lot, a lot of different thoughts, a lot of different things. And I kept feeling this and I said, I have to share this with others. I, I can't keep this just for me. So while it feels good for me, I know that I can help a lot of people. So it wasn't so much about a business. It was, I didn't really have a choice. There was nowhere. There was nothing out here. Then mm -hmm. the closest thing was in Anderson. I'd have to go over into Anderson at that time. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to have to drive 20 minutes, one direction to go and teach and then back and figure out what to do with my kids. And I was like, well, if I end up creating my own, I could just bring my kids. Yeah. <laughs> so so that's what I did. So I just incorporated it and I started doing um, kids yoga also. So that was one way that they just participated in, in those things as well. Yeah. Who's easier to teach uh, yoga to, an adult or a child? Um, I almost want to say child. <laughs> <laughs> um, just because they're already they're already in that really, really open-minded state, you know, like I think something happens as we age, you know, different things happen in our lives. It closes different sections down of that openness and we get a little bit stuck and then it becomes really hard to sit still. And people think that kids can't sit still, but that's not true. You just have to engage them just in the right way with things, um, especially with, with yoga and that mind-body awareness and have them think about their thoughts and feelings and emotions and their body and play games so that by the end, when I would put them you know, in savasana, these kids would lay still in savasana, right? And then... <laughs> They would ask me, they're like, are you going to come and adjust my feet? And I would say, just, uh, yes, I'll, they wanted all the things, right, <laughs> that, that adults get. Then I had a parent ask me one time, they said, and it kind of scared me because I didn't know exactly what she meant. She said, what did you do to those kids? And I went, what do you mean? I, did, I didn't do anything. What? They're, they, they're happy. They're like, they're just laying there. I said, oh, yeah, I, I did some stuff and I told them a little guided meditation story and, and they're relaxed now. Now you could take them home. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Give them all the candy on the way home if you want I'm to. Like, they're, they're good. Yeah, they're very open. You know, they're really ready for to hear different things from different people. They're little sponges and and it's it's wonderful. That's why I like if you get them in young, they'll continue doing yoga and they'll have that that mindset. Yeah. So what, what is the age range or the youngest age range that you'll take as far as kids go? 
Um, now, I mean, I've done everything from like a mommy and baby class before where you like kind of using the baby as a weight, which is kind of funny, but the baby likes it. Um, I don't do that one anymore. <laughs> um, but typically now I do about age five and okay. up. So when I do like kids camp in the summertime, I usually do it ages like five to 11 and I treat it as the older kids help the younger kids and I pair them up like that too. So that way the older kids get to learn leadership and the younger kids get to learn, you know, to kind of look up these older kids a little bit and then, and then of course switch it off. But that's typically what I do. Yeah. So Fair warning. I, we probably should have started with this. Uh, I know nothing about yoga. So, oh my um, gosh. I mean, when I say nothing, I think I know, I probably know less about yoga than I know about uh, spray tanning. But uh, I sat with, uh, <laughs> I sat with Queen City Tan and I learned a heck of a lot about spray tanning. And that's what's really fun about this podcast for me is, uh, you know, I'm not just reading about it. It's like I get to hear you and I get to hear you tell your story, but then I also get to learn a little bit about, you know, uh, what you do as well. So uh, so this is super exciting for me because I have like a thousand questions. I even put on one of the Facebook groups I'm a part of. I said, hey, um, uh, I got Lori on my podcast tonight with uh, East Sensiota or Yoga. And uh, is there anybody have any questions to ask? Because uh, I have a thousand, but I didn't hear anything back just yet. So <laughs> we'll check before the end. <laughs> well, because I have a thousand. Um, okay, so you've got kids in there, you've got adults in there, um, you've got all kinds of things going on. I checked the website out, I looked as deep as I could. You've got things that are incredible that I that I saw on there. You've got all kinds of classes, you've got ways of doing it, whether it's subscriptions or whatever. Um, but you've got everything from basic yoga to intermediate yoga to hit class, which I read pretty deeply on that one. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, and healing, you got, you name it, you've got it all. And it, was that intentional or is, do, do you start with something sort of basic when you start a business like this and then just expand over time? Or do you say, Hey, shoot, if we're going to do this, we gotta, you know, we gotta go all out and try to make sure we're covering all the bases. <laughs> no, it definitely expanded over time. Um, because I, you know, you're always learning. And that's one thing that you learn with yoga is that just because like you graduate school, it doesn't mean, okay, I've done it. I've learned it all. No, we're still learning. And I learned from my students and I'm continuing um, my education throughout every single thing that I teach. There's always more to learn with that. But with that being said, I started out with yoga, but there's more to it than just, okay, we're going to do these stretches, you know, right. so whether getting into, and it's not yoga therapy because that has to be if, you know, I have a psychology, um, masters at least, which I don't have a bachelor's, so I can't call it, <laughs> so I can't call it <laughs> but essentially really, is it really pretty close to it sometimes? Yeah. I'm not telling anybody what to do, but I'm helping people explore their minds a little bit. Um, so it definitely starts out with the classes and then you want to go into explaining why. And then you meet other people that have some different talents or some different experiences. And when we opened up the place in Amelia, that's why we chose to name it Essence Yoga and Wellness Center. So it really overall, everybody calls it Essence Yoga, and that's fine. But if you look at the big picture of it, it is Essence Yoga and Wellness Center, since we do, you know, offer Reiki and massage and we have psychic fairs where we have readers and tarot card and sometimes we have a hula hoop class or we have belly dancing class or um, all sorts of retreats. Um, 
because there's something for everybody. Not everybody wants to do power yoga, right? Yeah. Nobody, you know, so that's why we have one of those a week. <laughs> we have one. <laughs> One. So if you want to come to that one, you could only come one day a week. So we want to make sure that it's inclusive and it's something for everybody to do. Yeah. Um, looking at your classes, that's exactly what I see. I, I see something for everybody. Uh, I thought one of the things was kind of funny was uh, you, you kind of list some of the, the yoga classes and there's like beginner and intermediate and things like that. And you kind of uh, explain a little bit about what to expect in each one of those classes, which I think is is neat. Um, you talk about injuries are okay. I guess that means if what if somebody's in there and they're what, nursing an injury, or is that if somebody uh, gets injured during yoga? I have no idea. Okay, um, no, doesn't mean getting injured during it. It means <laughs> I know. <it> means, <laughs> so, so I'm so sorry. Call, <laughs> some people will call me and they say, "Oh, you know, I was I've been in physical therapy for a while. Maybe I was in a wreck a few months ago, um, and I injured this, and I was released from my doctor. And that's my first question. I'm like, were you released from your doctor? And oh. then yeah, and I was advised to come in and do some yoga, but or, or I'm having trouble with certain section of my body i'm like all right well you need to start with like gentle yoga just on the floor just stretching it out see how you feel and start just learning your body because there's different flags and your body will tell you to stop but we have to be able to know that we're paying attention to stop when it says stop or to go a little bit more if it needs to go a little bit more so when it says injuries okay <laughs> it <Yeah>. definitely means <laughs> This is the class if you have knee problems, shoulder problems, that's the kind of class to come to because it's not going to be anything intensive on it. Yeah. How cool is that for you and for your instructors to be to be part of that process for somebody? Because, you know, coming off of an injury or something like that, that's probably one thing. But I would imagine you probably have people with chronic pain uh, that are on medications and traditional medicine probably has no answer you know, for whatever their affliction or their, their lingering uh, issue is. And, and you're able to say, Hey, let's try this, something else and, and, you know, get some results for them. That's going to help people long-term, right? It's got to be pretty satisfying. It it's, it's an amazing feeling. I, it's almost addictive because I want to help people so much with that because um, injuries and pain and, we can move throughout things, but then we get stuck. So being able to help people is remarkable. When people come in and they say, hey, guess what? My doctor said that I don't have to be on blood pressure medication anymore because I've been practicing, you know, all of this meditative style of yoga and it's calmed me down. I'm like, wow, that's wonderful. You know, that's great. Or I'm not getting cortisone shots in my hip anymore because I've learned these stretches to do that I've been practicing at home. Um, and that's another thing is when we teach, we don't teach just for the class for that one hour or that hour and 15 minutes. We teach so you can take it home with you. So maybe there's a certain posture that you're like, I know that I need to practice this at home. So when we teach it, we're going to tell you, you should feel it here. You should hold it here. If you have any injuries or any tingling sensations or anything doesn't feel good, then it's okay to move out of it. That's the big difference in that in our classroom, it's you're an adult. The, the instructor is an instructor. We're all, we're all one, you know, you can stop whenever you want to stop. You can make yeah. any adjustments you want to make. You can take notes if you want to and go, oh, I know that I need to practice this at home. Or maybe maybe we teach it in a manner that 
you want to teach it to somebody else because you have a friend or a partner or a spouse that you know has, you know, a lot of back pain, but they're very nervous to come to yoga. So maybe you've learned a, a little pose. You can say, hey, why don't you try this? So that's what it's about. It's about spreading this knowledge to others. So that's how we teach it. So not just not just for our studio, but to send it out into the world. Do you find that uh, some people are apprehensive to get started with it because you know, maybe they're just uh, only traditional medicine and, you know, I don't want to try any of the other kind of things that are out there. Um, or do you find that people, maybe that perception changes a little bit over time and, you know, sitting in 2022, maybe where people are a little more open to different things than they may have used to been? Um, I do think that, and that kind of goes back to what we're talking about with kids versus adults, because I think that over time things, you know, occur in people's lives that, you know, changes, whether it was how they were raised or whatever it may be, because, um, yoga for different people means different things. You know, um, sometimes people feel that it, it's a specific religion. And so they don't want to participate because of that. Well, it's not, it's, <laughs> I mean, is there religion around it? But really yoga is every religion because it's, that's what it is. It's a union of um, breath, mind, and body, and it incorporates everything. We don't really even go into religion unless you're going into yoga school so you can learn the history of. But even then, there's comparisons within each religion. So it's not based on that. It's not it's not a it's more of a spiritual, you know, um, kind of class. It's not so much a religious class. But so that's one thing. Um, another is I think that there's apprehensiveness with various people that feel um, if they're not fit enough, they can't mm. do it. Or I'm overweight, I can't do it. Or I'm not flexible enough, I can't do it. These are things I hear a lot. And so I love when people tell me these things because instantly, you know, especially when someone says, I'm not flexible enough, I can't do yoga. I'm like, you know, that's why you come to yoga, right? Like, <laughs> right. like, this is like, let's break down what you're saying. This doesn't make sense. Like, <laughs> you know, it's not going to get better as you age. Like, you're not suddenly just going to be able to touch your toes if you can't do it at 30. It's not going to happen at 60 <laughs> unless you work on that. So there's that. Um, and then as far as the rest of it, we're not a fitness center. So there's no mirrors on the walls. And ideally, when you come into yoga, you're not there to look at other people. Um, sometimes people do kind of look around to see what somebody else is doing. But on my wall, once you walk into the door, it says to leave your shoes and ego at the door because you're not there for any of that. You're you're there just for you. You're only competing with yourself, with what yeah. you've done yesterday or last year. Um, and then what happens is you end up, you do make some really good friendships within the studio but but yeah i think that I, I don't know if covid happened and people were more open-minded to things i don't know if it's gone back to people going okay well that's over let's just go back to my regular life or not um i know that that my clients were super happy when we reopened our doors <laughs> we miss seeing them yeah what what else has changed in the yoga world since uh since covid um, we used to adjust people. We were very hands-on a lot before COVID, um, mm -hmm. very hands-on where you can go up, adjust people, you know, help move their arms and hands and legs, shoulders. Um, 
just a little bit of guidance with that. So that that stopped for a really long time. And that was pretty challenging when I was teaching my um, 200 hour yoga teacher training as we did that. And it was so crazy. We did this during COVID. So even during that time, we had all of the students and you have to, it's 200 hours. So you're there all weekend, you know, for like, I don't know, 10 hours a day, something like that. So everybody's sitting like very separate and I'm having to teach. Um, <laughs> I'm having to teach to sh and they had to take notes on how to adjust people, but we weren't actually touching each other to show them. So that, that was something that was definitely different. And then even now, um, I will, I'm back to adjusting people, but not as much as I was. And also it's different because not everybody is there. Not everybody still wants you to. Um, but there are a lot of people that are like, yes, please. <laughs> Cause it feels good. You're like, please adjust my shoulders. I need that. Um, that, I think that's the biggest thing, honestly. Yeah. And does all that kind of factor into the, the healing aspect of, of what you guys do or is that Absolutely. kind of like its own thing? Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm glad you said, cause we said, uh, Reiki, is that, did I pronounce mm -hmm. that correctly? Good. Yes. Yeah. I had that listed on there and I was going to spell it out and make sure I got it pronounced correctly. Uh, but you led me there. So I appreciate that. Um, so what else is involved in that or that you guys offer in, in that sort of, uh, uh, Reiki healing energy, um, uh, service that you guys do. Right. So my husband is, um, yoga instructor and a Reiki master, meaning he's gone through three levels of Reiki and the master level trainer training. So he does private sessions and also leads trainings. So what that is, is it's, and it's very, it's challenging to explain sometimes. Um, but it's an energy release because, you know, when you come into the chemistry of it all, you know, we, we know that we're all made up of energy. We know atoms, right? We can't see them, but we know at this point. And so that makes it a little bit easier. And typically what we do is to be able to explain it is if you are able to like rub your hands together, you know, just for a minute and then separate that you're able to feel that heat right mm -hmm. there. And that's a little bit of a sponginess in between the hands. And that is a little bit of that energy. And that does go into, if you're, if you've ever done like, um, qigong or tai chi you know you're working with that kind of energy around as well but this this manner reiki is the chakras and his hands have been open so typically people know about chakras the seven main ones down the spine but we have chakras and other points in our body and this is an ancient japanese healing technique so the chakras were opened by another master reiki person who attuned him and then he's able to just kind of hover the hands over in certain spart parts of the body to release stuck energy now with that being said you're the person the client is lying on a massage table you're relaxed you know you have a like a pillow underneath your knees maybe an eye pillow over your eyes there's relaxing music um there's not a lot of touching with that there may be a tiny bit like on the shoulders but mostly the hands are hovering over certain areas of your body and when that happens you know he'll do a sweep through and then he'll hover over areas where he feels a lot of um, tension or tightness. Now, going in, he doesn't want to know anything about anybody. He just does what he does. And then 
people will feel different things. Um, typically it's a big relaxation feeling that people just suddenly feel very like, I just suddenly relax. I didn't think I was going to be relaxed doing this, but I feel comfortable now, you know, like a, just an easiness of mind. Some people feel heat. Some people have um, visuals. Some people have vibrations. It's different for different people. Yeah. What advice do you give to people before they enter into something like that, especially maybe it's the first time that they've done that is, is there anything they can kind of do to prepare themselves so that way they get the most out of it? Or is it kind of, Hey, it, it is what it is and, and what happens happens and, you know, just come as you are. That is honestly that one. We try to say, you know, that one, do you want to come in, you know, with an open mind, you know, because he's or any of the Reiki practitioners that come in, you're able to feel if someone's like closed off, like in their head and they're just like, or they're just feeling really tight and they're like, why am I doing this? They shouldn't, they shouldn't be doing it, you know? And, and he's not gonna, he's not gonna do that. Then you have to be willing to say, okay, I need to try something different. You know, I'm way str- A lot of people who are very stressed will come in to do that one because they really want to relieve that tension out of their mind and anxiety. Um, yeah. The mind, spinning around slows that down a bit. But yeah, that's what we tell people. First off, we're like, you know, just have an open mind. You're just going to hang out here and just relax. And it's basically, you know, just, it's, I don't know. I don't know what else to say to that. It's just, I keep saying the same thing. It's very relaxing. I know because when he, when I get it done and I don't even get it done that often, you think I would being married to him. I don't. Um, when I do, it just, it's a different world. I feel like, okay, now I can concentrate. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) That's how I feel. I'm like, oh, good. <laughs> Isn't that the, the that, that's how it is with, I think, every profession, right? Like if you're a professional landscaper, usually your yard looks like crap, right? So <laughs> <laughs> you know, nobody, yeah, nobody has the ability to just want to come home and, you know, continue on. So, okay. So your husband's an instructor, um, but you know, looking through your, again, looking through your website, um, it, it looks like you've got plenty of people and instructors and courses. Um, are these people that all work, you know, directly with you or are they people that you kind of, uh, refer people to, or are are all these people, you know, really part of your, your, uh, your business? Well, we have two, two kind of different areas. So all the instructors that we have, we all work together and our instructors are amazing. What's kind of happened with the majority of us is that most of us have all gone through the same lineage of where I went to school, which was Cincinnati Yoga School over in Pleasant Ridge. Um, Either they have gone to school there or they have been trained by me, which is my lineage. So it all ends up the same, which which is really cool because we all have the same kind of thoughts with that, um, even though they're very different classes. So I, I don't really know how that turned out. I think there's only two of our instructors that went to a different school. I mean, all still fabulous and great, but yeah, we all work together and everybody does their own thing. There's no exact science to it. Like I don't have anything set up that said, okay, you're going to teach your class just like this and just like this. And that's not it. Everybody should have their own style to it. Um, I write the descriptions up that says, look, I need it to be different than this one because <laughs> I have to have different names. So they just kind of stay within those guidelines and then do whatever they want to do as far as that goes. Um, so our instructors work like that. Now, some of our instructors will teach other things um, like different workshops, right? So they do different workshops. But as far as like massage, our, our massage technician, she doesn't 
she doesn't do yoga. She does massage, but she definitely works with our clients to help them (laughs) with any extra tightness they have. Um, Yeah. Yeah. How do you retain them? I mean, at this point, I, I feel like almost every business is going through this, you know, I can't find people, uh, especially in specialty, you know, type of things. Right. Um, I'm, but it looks like you guys are as fully staffed as you probably can be. Um, maybe, maybe I'm misreading that, but there, it seems like you've got a lot of people and you do a lot of courses and a lot of classes. So, um, I would, I would guess that you're probably doing really well with that. So how do you, how do you retain people, uh, in, in 2022? I think it's more about the business of what it is also. Do you know what I mean? Like, so with, with yoga, everybody who goes into, into yoga, we tell everybody that if, if you're trying to make a million dollars, this is not the business for you. (laughs) (laughs) This is not it. This is absolutely, um, a side job, something extra that people do. Um, unless, you know, you're crazy enough like me to open up a business and, and change your life around every aspect of it. Um, but it's a feeling it's they they're all helpers they're all healers they love interacting with people and helping them and our community has grown so much because we have all of the amazing people that come in everybody who comes in our studio is happy positive nice friendly they want to help all the new students coming in it is I, I couldn't have asked for anything better. I mean, it is such a happy place that sometimes I need to leave my house just to go to the studio. <laughs> <laughs> not that my not that my house is unhappy. It just, you know, it's a house with kids and teenagers and it gets chaotic with animals and everything. And I'm like, I gotta, I gotta go. <laughs> I yeah. gotta go for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> so at this point, all these years later, would you say that uh, most of your business or at least a large portion of your business uh, is generated by word of mouth? Or are you still heavily involved in some of the more traditional marketing, you know, whether it's social media, Facebook, you know, I don't know, ads in the paper. I don't even know if that exists anymore, but. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, what? The paper. (laughs) Wait a minute. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's it's word of mouth. It's word of mouth. Of course, you know, we're on Facebook and we have a presence there and we work we work with the Claremont County Park District. This is our seventh year um, giving free yoga for everyone um, at Sycamore Park. And actually, our last Saturday is this Saturday. It's our last one for the summer and it's free for the public. And it's been wonderful because the park you know, loves people to come to their park and check things out and do things. And they've been wonderful in helping us advertise. And then we advertise them, you know, for people to go to same kind of thing, small business, right? Circles. Um, yep. We advertise, we tell people to come, you know, and go check out all of the different things that they have going to. Yeah. Um, and the outside park has really helped people become more comfortable with people eventually coming to the studio because there's no walls outside. So, it's a little bit more free. You know, you don't have the feeling of, well, I don't know if I want to go inside a building or not. What's going to be inside there? I don't know. Right. <laughs> um, but outside they can just come outside and then you, you can see what it is. And then when people see, Oh, well, she's not too scary. Maybe yeah. I can do this because it's all in our mind. What we kind of maybe perceive what it is, you know, like, Oh, I have to be this or I have to be this and I can't do that. And I'm like, eh, 
you're fine. That's why we offer the first class free. I'm like, look, don't buy anything. Come in, try it. If you like it, great. Get a pass. If you don't, at least you tried something new. Yeah, and I think that people probably are at least maybe a little less apprehensive about it if they come in. Like you said, if it's a free session and uh, and they like it, cool. If not, then they don't have to worry about it. And they just like, I'm not adding any money. It's just a little bit of time. And, and who knows? I mean, maybe it gets stuck in their head and later on in life, they, they revisit it again, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So let me go back to your, uh, your business starting out a little bit. So now at this point, I mean, all these years later, you're – um, word of mouth is, is, uh, is good for you. But in the beginning, how did you get word out for your business? What did, what did you use to, uh, you know, to let everybody know that you were out there? Was it just, Hey, we're going to start and we're in this, uh, this room and they're going to let us do it. And I'll tell my friends and hopefully they tell their friends, or did you, did you do any other type of marketing or any kind of advertising? Yeah. You know what I did? I, I got a piece of paper. Ah, yes. <laughs> I got a piece of paper, like cardstock, and I wrote yoga class, <laughs> <laughs> and I stuck it outside in front of the building on the main street, and I'm serious. This is what I did because I'm like, what What am I going to do? I have no money, and I'm starting out this, and I'm, I have this little bitty room, and you know, I'm just crossing my fingers, and I hope somebody shows up is what happened, and I did. I, I put a little sign out there, and and I crossed my fingers until somebody saw it and people started showing up. And um, somebody mentioned that before. They're like, oh, I remember when you had that little sign out front. I said, yes, I did. I That's make my cool. own things. <laughs> That's what I did. And then I then I did a, a, I did a Facebook page after that because, you know, when you when you have, you know, little to no money. You know, you got to be smart about it. You know, I didn't take out loans and, and do all these things. I said, no, I will get my furniture from garage sales and this is what I'll do. And for Christmas presents, I want um, yoga mats and yoga blocks from people. So that way I can start stocking my place without buying it. <laughs> and that's what I did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Does it feel maybe even more satisfying to know that you kind of started small and, and grew rather than you know, I don't know, you said, hey, we're going to go try this big uh, enterprise type of thing and took out a loan and, and worked your butt off. And I mean, either way, I know you're, you're, you're working like crazy, right? I mean, either way, whether you do it one way or the other, it's, it's a lot of work, right. but um, does it feel almost more satisfying, you think, than that you started it the way you did and have just kind of grown it uh, along the it way? Does. It does. It does. Because, you know, right, still right there in my mind's eye, I can see myself in that room and hoping somebody will show up. And, you know, there were some nights nobody showed up yeah. and would just keep going. And I'd go, well, nobody showed up today. I'm coming home. And then I'd show up again, you know, it'd be another night. Nobody showed up. I'm like, okay, I'm just going to keep putting my little sign out and somebody's going to come, <laughs> you know, but I remember that feeling and just being so excited when somebody pulled up like one person and it was the best feeling in the world. I'm like, Oh my <laughs> God, I get to teach somebody. This is the best. And, um, yeah. And then from there, you know, somebody telling somebody else, Yeah, I, cool. I still keep asking, I still, I, I still keep asking for that now because, you know, even though we have gotten bigger, I mean, I don't know, I, you know, you try not to compare yourself to franchise places and it's really hard. And I'm like, well, I know that they have money to do all these advertisements and, and on air things. And it's, it's hard, you know, you try not to compare, but you know, you still, I still cross my fingers and hope that I'm like, come on, yeah. bring me a lot of people. 
in then because we try to give back. We try to do that nice karma with it. Like, OK, you know, if I have more people come in for this, then I'll have more money. Then I can offer more community free classes places, you know, so it's a balance of ooh, it's that give and take balance. But yeah. with that being said, let's try to keep our prices lower. I don't know if you got to view our prices. We try to keep them on the the lower scale of it because I have seen yoga class at different places and I'm like, you know, that's a little high. <laughs> like I still yeah. want to help people it to be affordable enough that people can come to it. But then since we do live in this world now of 2022 where we don't, you know, barter for bread and beer that we do have to have money. So I try to keep that energy exchange, you know, kind of pretty even as much as I can. Yeah. I mean, I looked at it again for a self-professed, you know, person that doesn't know anything about yoga. I mean, just from my initial reaction, I thought everything looked very reasonable as far as pricing would go. Something, I mean, it was what I would have expected, you know, so, um, so yeah, I think that was, that's pretty cool. It's funny, you're, you're talking about your first uh, customer. I saw um, a video on Facebook and it was uh, like a, a waiter at a Mexican restaurant and he was carrying like 25 plates full of food out and it said you on your way to your very first customer trying to shower them with all the features and services you have available <laughs> i know you have to hold it back you're like okay don't tell them too much don't talk too much don't freak them out <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah don't just pummel them you know with uh, friendship requests and things like that um <laughs> So outside of your everyday uh, people, you know, that work with you, um, your instructors and, and things like that, um, who would you say are some of the people that uh, you would you would say are the you know MVPs that you've had you know during this journey that have helped you? I know you mentioned um, you know the the Cynthia from Days of Wonder and your uh, the guy that uh, rented you your first space, but who else is out there who's been kind of like along the way, um, just you know lifting you up and helping you with this? Oh, we definitely have quite a few, quite a few clients. I, I don't know if it, I don't think it's right for me to say everybody's names, <laughs> right? Um, there's definitely been a few that have been with us for a very long time, even from the little bitty room, even that long that are still with us that share, um, that share, that share us, you know, they, they'll share posts that we do. They'll tell people, they'll bring friends in. We, we have quite a few people that are like that. Um, and it's, is we have a business that it's, it's not a necessity. You know, you don't have to come to yoga. You have to choose to come to yoga. So, you know, we don't have food here. You know, you have to go to the grocery store. You have to purchase <laughs> food, right? This one is, okay, I have to choose this and I choose this for my, you know, whether it's physical or mental well-being. Um, so to say that some people have been with us that for this long is it's amazing and it's amazing how much that they just feel like family, you know, and at this point for people this long, like I've been to their houses, my kids, you know, have known them because like my kids, like my son was like two and a half when I started this. So he's grown up you know, in a yoga studio. And so is my daughter who was, you know, five, four and a half, five. So they've grown up knowing, knowing all these people and, and that's wonderful. So yeah, yeah that, quite a few people. Yeah. And I, I saw on your, on your site too, there's, um, you kind of had this, uh, this idea of people changing physically, mentally, and emotionally. Um, so I, I'm, I would think that there are probably some people that, you know, maybe come back later on and say, man, you have no idea. Like you, uh, this is what I was dealing with and this is what you helped me with. And 
you know, I don't know if maybe they're, if they're become regulars after that, or if they say, Hey, I got what I needed. And, you know, now I'm going to move on with life. But either way, you probably have a, a lot of stories that you could probably tell of people that um, have had just super positive results that you have to feel, feel pretty, uh, pretty cool about. Yeah, it is sad when we don't see some people again, you know, because life goes on and people go and, you know, whether they, they decide to do something different or they move or whatever changes in their life. Um, that That's definitely why we come back to those people that have been with us for so long. But yeah, those stories of that, that are, it's great. With that, here's the thing is that you become closer with people and even even just a few classes in, this is something that I tell my students when I'm training them is that student teacher relationship is that people will come to you and start telling you a lot of things, mm-hmm. right? And this is something that you keep, you know, you keep private. They're telling just you this because there is a connection between your personal yoga instructor and your class. So whether you're talking to them beforehand and they're just telling you all these different things, whether it's worries or troubles or this happened with them or whatever, they're looking to you for help, which is why you can't help but think of yourself as a healer. You're really trying to heal their mind along with their body in certain forms. So they, and they're looking, they're really looking for help. Um, So much that we've tried to make it not so much as able to talk about things like um, anxiety and depression. And we've created classes surrounding those things like yoga for anxiety, yoga for depression. And we're like, let's just talk about it. We're already doing a little bit of all these things in your yoga class, which is why you feel better because it's how your body's being positioned throughout um, and your breathing techniques. But how about we just talk about it? How about we just get it out there? (laughs) It's okay. Everybody has had a little bit of something going on in their life at some point. What do I do to switch this? Is there a pose I can do to make me feel less anxious? Yes, there is. (laughs) So um, that's that's something that we've definitely been doing a lot of. Um, And we're just now starting one. Actually, one of my instructors um, has researched all summer long um, yoga for menopause for so many women um, to get some more information out to them. Now, that doesn't mean just women going through menopause. It means beforehand. It means after. And there's so much to that that, I mean, I don't know. I'm learning that as well. So (laughs) I said, oh, good. I'm going to come to your class so I can learn. (laughs) Like you research that one, you do that one. So, but it's about the being able to have that community, that community where people can get together and discuss and talk. We have customer, I keep saying customers, clients. I I don't know what to say. I want to say yogis. Let's just call them all yogis because they are. Um, that as adults come in and say, I really just, I want to meet people and I don't want to go hang out at a bar. Mm. And I'm like, okay, well, come to class because we all chit chat and talk beforehand a little bit after people kind of meet each other. Um, and they do. We have a lot of people that have become friends just because they've been hanging out and yoga. Yeah. I mean, so you got people that are in there, um, they're, they're coming in and they, I mean, the, the beginning of the process for them is they sign up for something, right? They say, hey, this is something that I, I want to do. Um, do you also kind of during the course of time as you're talking to them about what's going on with them, do you say, do you suggest, hey, you know what? You actually might want to try this instead, you know, and, and oh, steer yeah. them a different direction. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're, 
Yeah, I thought it was kind of cool because you said that there's, you know, somebody dealing with anxiety or like, um, yeah, there's like literally a pose for that that can help change someone's um, outlook, someone's uh, feeling that they're going through. Can you explain that a little bit? Yeah, definitely. So if I were to go to someone, you know, and they're only taking like the power yogas, the hard classes, I know that maybe they're they're running around or they have all these things. Maybe they have their, I don't know, maybe different kind of business and kids and, and whatever. And they only want to do these harder classes, faster classes. That's only going to increase. (laughs) That's going to increase it. Like that's great and all, but you still have to balance yourself. You're right. So I will go to them and go, have you tried, have you just tried doing like a yin class or gentle yoga? Um, most often people that, that do have those very quick, fast minds will say, Oh no, I can't do that. That's too hard. I cannot sit still that long. Mm. Um, and I'm like, I know, I know it's hard. It's okay, but it's okay to sit still and we're not going to just leave you in a corner for an hour and not talk to you or anything. (laughs) We're going to help you with this hour to be able to, whether you're in certain forward fold, it's the folding together kind of postures. It's going to help with the anxiety. Um, and then steering their mind to a different direction. And, and it does, and they walk out and it's so wonderful to be able to see people come in. Well, don't get me wrong. Like, I don't want to see anybody come in stressed, but it's nice to see a difference in the people that come in stressed or whatever it is that's going on with them and then walk out smiling and happy and relaxed. And yeah, I I really like doing that. So yeah. And I will tell people, have you tried this class? Why don't you give this a try? Just see how you feel. It's a very different world. If you're only taking beginning yoga over and over and over and over, that's great. I'm glad you're here, but at least give this one a shot. Just try it one time. See how you feel. Yeah. Yeah. The, it sounds like you absolutely love this job and you, you're probably, um, you're probably the, uh, you know, if you ever, what is it? If you love your job, you'll never work a day in your life. Um, you think, does that, does that describe you? Yeah, I love it. I, I, um, I, I do yoga all the time, various forms, right? So when we talk about yoga, am I doing the, am I physically doing yoga every day? No, but am I trying to, you know, spread the word of it? Am I trying to give back? Am I trying to be kind? Am I trying to um, instill these different values in my kids as well <laughs> all the time? Um, yes, but I'm doing some sort of it all the time and I stretch all the time too. So if anybody ever sees me out, um, I could be in a <laughs> store. And I, I, I really like, if I feel it, I'm just like, uh-uh, I don't like how this feels. I have to stop. Now I'm not going to do like, you know, sun citation in the middle of like target or Walmart or anything. But if I need to stop and throw my leg up <laughs> on something <laughs> higher to stretch my leg for a second, I'm like, I'm sorry. I couldn't even walk anymore until I did that. <laughs> I think it's very, it's so addictive that I, I love how, I love how it feels to not be tight. So. Yeah. What, what about the business side of it? I mean, I, it sounds like you love the yoga part and, and teaching and helping people, but you know, you're still at the end of the day, you're still running a business. Is, is that the part that gets stressful or have you kind of found yeah. out? Yeah. You've, no, you... I don't like that part. <laughs> yeah, nobody does. Right. Yeah. I know. I, no, there's some parts of it. I do like, there's some parts I like, but honestly, I, 
I didn't have a choice <laughs> is what happened. Yeah. I said, oh, well, if I'm going to create a business, I guess I have to do all these other things too. So I've talked my husband into having to, I'm like, he's in charge of Instagram for us. I'm like, I can't take on another social media thing. I'm like, I don't even want it on my phone. I don't want to be, I don't want to do it. I said, you're in charge of Instagram. Just post something every day for me. <laughs> and then, and I make him in charge of like the classes, like making sure the schedule's up there and then helping me out with the face, some of the Facebook stuff. And then, um, I guess you saw that. So we started um, Patreon, which is an online platform so we can have videos up there. So people who can't make it in um, or people that are traveling could subscribe to Patreon and they could get it. It's like $11 a month. And, you know, there's like 50 videos on there. So we keep working on videos and adding them. And that way we can keep everybody around, whether you move <laughs> or yeah. whether your life changes or it's winter and it snowed seven feet and you can't get to the studio. <laughs> I'm still going to go there because I live around the corner. But if you can't go, then you can still do yoga with us online. Yeah, that's so, cool. Patreon's a terrific platform for that kind of stuff. We're still, I'm still new to that. So, I mean... It's, um, we recorded a lot of the videos from when we had to shut down, we shut down for three months during COVID mm. and we went, I went straight to zoom, which was really cool, but that's when zoom kind of hit big. And at that point I already knew zoom because like I said, I homeschool my kids and I do it traditionally. Like I do everything. I kind of make it up, but every once in a while, just for fun, I would sign them up, um, on this, this other site, which you probably heard of now out school, which was small at that point too. Um, and then we use Zoom. So I knew Zoom pretty well. And my first thought was as soon as like shutdown happened, I said, I have to use the same thing that I use for their school when we do that. And it's Zoom. And then it was amazing because I put it up there. And like within like two weeks, everybody was like Zoom. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm two weeks ahead of everybody. This is awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. So what do you say to somebody that's out there that's, you know, never, never tried yoga? Um, I mean, what, what would you say? What would be the the pitch that you would give to them if they're, let's say, mildly interested, they're not 100% sure? What's the pitch to say, hey, you know what, give it a shot? Yeah, I'm, that's pretty much it right there. You said it. You said my pitch. Just give it a go. Give it a go. Give it a shot. Come in. Try. You never know. Try something new. Maybe you find something that you love. Maybe if you don't, if you don't like all the poses, maybe you find it more relaxing. Maybe you're looking for better sleep at night. Maybe you don't sleep all night. So I say, give it a try. Keep an open mind. Um, don't come in. Don't think that you have to have expensive yoga pants or gear or anything like that. Just bring yourself, bring a smile, bring an open mind and see what happens. Uh, do people come in with the TikTok leggings a lot? Is that happening? Or is it just pretty much yoga pants? Did you say TikTok leggings? Do you know what I'm talking about? No, I have no clue what you're talking about. All right. Well, let's move on then. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> it's a funny subject in our house. I, I thought it was universal, but we'll move on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. We said we weren't editing anything out. Maybe we'll edit that one out. Um, okay. Yeah. So how about somebody out there that's thinking about starting a business and, you know, they're like you, they're like, man, I think that I would love the actual work, but I don't know about the business side of it. I mean, what would you tell someone that's out there that's on the fence uh, based on your experiences? 
I would definitely say do a lot of research before you open a business, um, making sure that that you're not in competition with someone next door. And if you are, make it your own niche, make it something a little bit different. Um, and then, you know, I'm not I don't know that I'm one to talk money, but for me, I've I'm, I'm a saver. I'm more of a, okay, do I need to go and buy that brand new, you know, TV for the studio for a hundred dollars? Do I even, am I going to use it that often? If I'm not going to use it, I don't need it. That doesn't make sense to me. Like be practical when you're first starting. Like you don't need a lot of fanciness. If you're real. How much education do you really find that there is uh, in, in yoga when you're meeting your yogis? See, I'm learning. Um, do people come in with like basic, like terminology and like idea or, you know, do, should, should people to expect to kind of get educated along the way and, you know, like, and that's yeah. okay. Like you, you, like you already know that this is what's going to happen. So people don't have to worry about walking in and, and feeling like they don't know anything like that's okay. Right. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Most people, most people, um, say I've never done yoga before. I don't really know what goes on. And I, that's my question. I'm like, okay, so you've heard of yoga. That's great. Then I'm like, wonderful. Like, <laughs> you know, the word and, yeah. and that's fine. If you've heard the word, you can come in. <laughs> yeah. Um, you don't have to know a lot because we're going to, we're going to teach you. And it is about unlearning. So not necessarily learning new things, but unlearning some, maybe some things that you've learned in your life that you need to change a little bit. So you have to unlearn those things. So that way you can be open to move on in a different direction. Yeah. Do you have to help people kind of manage expectations versus reality too? a little bit with that? No, not really. Not no. really. Um, we don't have many people coming in like expecting, okay, I need extreme weight loss in like, you know, a week or whatever, <laughs> you know, we don't have anything as far as like, that goes. Um, but the people that are really have that extreme desire to learn more, then those are the ones that, that might come to like a weekend workshop or a retreat or something we have. And it kind of goes from there. Then they spend more than so it typically starts out. People start like an hour class and then they're like, Oh, okay, I want to try this thing that you're doing this weekend. And they come for two hours and then they may join one of our programs, like our yen program we're doing this fall. Or And then they finally go, all right, I think I want to do the 200 hour, but I don't want to teach. I just want to learn more about it. <laughs> and that's kind of how it goes like that. Yeah, that's good. Uh, this is super cool. There. Yeah. What uh, What else would you tell people that um, that are interested in this? Is there is there other misconceptions about this that you think people need to understand? Or is there... You know, you just say, hey, come on in and just give it a shot and you'll learn as you go. Yeah, I, you know, a lot I hear from men that, you know, they don't want to be the only man in class. I hear that. that and I'm like, well, you won't be because um, we have male instructors and we have a lot of men that come in, um, even though it is, you know, it is more like more women do it, you know, in America than men. But it really is picking up. Um, and then weight, I hear a lot about from men and women about size, like I'm overweight. I don't think I could do it. And I'm like, that's wrong. Come in. Yes, you can. <laughs> um, those type of things. It's more of the stepping out of a comfort zone, you know, and, and feeling that, okay, what's going to happen? You know, I'm like, look, you're not coming into a room and everybody's doing handstands that that's that's not real that's not what we're doing here um we're teaching reality and if you want to do handstands and you want to do that 
that's why we have power yoga and it's just one class and we don't even do handstands every class <laughs> this is every once in a while and even if we do and even if we do that i still help beginners who've never done a handstand i have a handstand chair that you start with that first <laughs> it's super easy and then once i do that they go oh my god i did it i'm like i told you i'm like i am here to help you i'm not here to challenge you or to judge you you are here to just challenge yourself that's enough that's all we ever need in life is we don't want anybody judging us and we don't want to judge anybody we want to just want to challenge what we did yesterday yeah so what's next more locations what are you thinking more instructors or no. I mean, at this point are you no. like man i'm happy with where i'm at and there's a balance between you said you're homeschooling your kiddos and um you say man gee i'm pretty successful like this is working let's just keep this going or are you like man i gotta I got to continue pushing forward. Um, well, I love, it's hard for me to think further out because when we purchased the building, we bought it because we were really close to it and it was easy. Now that the kids are a little bit older, um, they're able to, uh, like the other, like last night I taught class and um, we had people come in the second class, which I didn't know because that's kind of an iffy kind of class. And I told them, I said, you guys want to stay or walk home? They're like, walk home. I'm like, okay, go. <laughs> so that was, the point of that like being right there in that location and and doing any more it's hard you know then that's why i teach certain days of the week and i don't teach during the week because i'm you know doing my first job my first job is homeschool that's what i chose for that um i was offered to go to do like a costa rica retreat um like in january february and can you guess what my first thought is um <laughs> no, I don't. I don't know. No way, but no way can I leave my kids. I can't do it. I can't. Well, do it. yeah. I can't do yeah. it. Like, will I do it when I when I turn eighteen? I'll do it. But you know, I'm like, mm, I can't do it. <laughs> um, that's what I'd love to do. I'd love to be able to keep the studio here and then running, and then be able to um, expand out with doing some things around um, different retreat wise, maybe even locally, even like East going around there camping yoga retreats and hiking that would be fun we actually this is my last idea i just decided that we're going to do a, a teen yoga series for teens because i hear from a lot of parents and i see a lot of things online um about kids with especially teens with a lot of different issues with stress with depression with anxiety with body image and a lot of it is obviously um driven by social media so we are we're starting um a teen series to put them in to understand that you know they're not alone and to see if we can help them out with of course mind body and breath um we just find that that's a really important thing mental health is is huge so any any chance we can get to help um and that's what we're going to do. Yeah. Now that's, that's super cool. When, when does that start? You said that's in, is that coming next year? When is that? Again? No, they don't have the dates just yet. Um, we're thinking I can get it started in the next couple of weeks, just like a three part series and see how it goes. But as soon as I sent an email out, cause I try to send out like an idea to like my newsletter. And again, we have about 2000 people in our newsletter now. And I'd just like to hear back from people. I'm like, do you want this? I can put this together. I can develop it. But I, I feel like I'm drawn to helping to do this. And I heard back from several parents already. So I already have about six, seven teens um, supposed to sign up for it. <laughs> um, and I haven't even chosen the date. So I'm happy to hear about that. But parents are like, yes, 
my son needs to go. Yes, I have two daughters. Yes. So um, so that's that's kind of that's our newest. That's my newest latest idea. So I just have to kind of put those things together and develop that now. And um, last but not least, and this has nothing to do with um, yoga, but I promised that I would say my son's name on here today. And his name is Thatcher. So Thatcher, if you're hearing this later, I told you, I promised I would say your name. <laughs> How old is Thatcher? <laughs> Thatcher's 12. Oh, Thatcher. Hey, man. Big shout out to Thatcher. <laughs> You've been helping uh, helping run in the shop for all this time. And uh, yeah, so big shout out to you, man. I uh, hope you're doing well, buddy. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. And my cool. daughter, Savannah, she helps too. And she's a cleaner, actually. My daughter, Savannah, cleaned the studio today, everybody. So give her a, a hands a hands up. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, I love that. Whenever you got kids that can help out with stuff like that, they, they grow up, they learn the value of the dollar and, you know, hard work and ethic and, and uh, Oh, I pay yeah. her. Yeah, I pay her. Yeah, because I drop her off. She's 15 now, so I'm I, she's old enough. I'm like, okay, I need, that's a big space too. So vacuuming and mopping it is a lot of time that I just said, okay, you're old enough. There you go. I'll pay you. She's like, great. I'll take the money. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> well, cheers to her and, uh, and Thatcher. Yep. Shout out to you, man. Um, all right. Well, Hey, is there anything else that we uh, didn't cover that we need to talk about? Um, tonight was a pretty interesting night. I had a smoke detector go off in my house and, and some other craziness happened a little bit. And, uh, I learned a heck of a lot about yoga and, all other kinds of stuff that you're involved in. So really cool stuff. But is there anything we missed? Um, one, yes, you did. You know what? There's free on YouTube. We have a YouTube channel, Essence Yoga, and there's some free classes on there that you can take anytime. Awesome. Awesome. So where can people find you? Um, I'll make sure I post links to all of your social uh, media things inside of the uh, description for this episode um, on our Spotify and Anchor and every other place that it exists. Um, but can you tell everybody where they can find you both in person and online? Yep. In person, you can find us in Amelia, 64 East Main Street. It's the big blue building. I promise you cannot miss it. And that's why I did that. And online, we're Facebook, Essence Yoga, Instagram, Essence Yoga, YouTube, and Patreon. Just Google Essence Yoga, and I promise something will come up. <laughs> Very, very good. Well, I appreciate it. Uh, Lori, seriously, thank you so much for um, taking the time to uh, to sit down and, and talk with me and, and share uh, what you guys are doing over at uh, Essency Yoga. So again, big thank you to you for that. Awesome. Thank you, Matt. And I hope to All see right. you in class. I'm <laughs> hey, you know what? Um, you know, as I get older, I just turned 40. So um, yeah, now's probably about the right time, isn't it? Well, no, I teach, you know, I told you I teach five-year-olds. So yeah, anytime. No, I know. Come on. But I'm just thinking know, like the body's already starting to get a little tense. I got a little spot in the back that probably, you know, could, could, uh, you know, could probably benefit from something like that. So who knows? Oh, Maybe you'll see me there too. <laughs> all right. Let me know. So. Let me know. I'll make sure I'm teaching. <laughs> all right, everyone. Well, Hey, that wraps up everything for this episode. Again, big thanks to Lori for taking time to spend and and, uh, and talk about our business. Um, if you would, please uh, be sure to uh, share this episode um, and then anywhere you get podcasts, rate it, subscribe it, do all those kind of things. It really, really does help. So um, if you want to do that, that would be fantastic. We would really appreciate it. Again, everyone uh, stay safe out there and uh, we'll be sure to see you next time. <laughs>